0: Saints, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, who is Jesus Christ. And I welcome you to uh, this solemn occasion in which we consider the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we come together as a body of Christ to partake of those emblems in a pattern that Jesus Himself instituted, that we might remember Him. Had uh, many of the brethren uh, take ill this week. And Brother Tony was to preside, and not feeling well, and was happy to be able to step in. Tony did all the hard work, and so now, Saints. Uh, let me call you to worship, and I want to share with you uh, not our theme scripture for the week, which is found in the book of Deuteronomy, in the fourth chapter, but rather a scripture that is found in the Book of Mormon, in First Nephi, the sixth chapter, which uh, touches on very similar things to our theme scripture for the day or for the week. Beginning at verse forty-four. But behold, Zion hath said, The Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me, but he will show that he hath not. For can a woman forget her suckling child? that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee, O house of Israel. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands, and thy walls are continually before me. I pray that the Lord will bless us This day, as we come together to worship and to remember that which He has done for us.
1: Who uh, has set in motion the wide expanse of eternity? Hear our prayer. Bless this service in a way and power that only can come from Thee. Forgive us of our sins and help us yet to be the kind of people that could certainly be qualified to be called Thy children and to be qualified to have citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. Bless our hour here, Heavenly Father. Bless my brother who is to offer the spoken word. We pray that thy spirit may come to him, and may we all rejoice in the knowledge that thou art always near, and that thou art our God, and we are still thy people. Bless us on this beautiful day, we ask in Christ Jesus' most holy name. Amen.
2: You and I have been truly blessed in this land. We certainly have been prospered through the Lord's gifts and blessings to us, each one. And as a way of oblation remarks, I'd like to read from the second chapter of the book of Jacob, starting with the 24th verse. And after ye have obtained a hope in Christ, ye shall obtain riches, if ye seek them. And ye will seek them for the intent to do good, to clothe the naked and to feed the hungry and to liberate the captive and administer relief to the sick and the afflicted. This certainly is the purpose of our blessing offering this day, that we might take care of those needs that, our, that Lord's children has. So would you bow with me, please? Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for the riches that you have blessed us with, for that prosperity that is ours in this choice land, this land that is choicest above all other lands. And we thank you, Father, for these gifts. And we pray now that we might be givers of those gifts for this cause, for those that stand in need. And we pray it in Jesus Christ's name, amen.
3: Treasure these things up in your hearts and let the solemnities of eternity rest upon your minds. It is in a great solemnity that I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. And today we gather for a solemn occasion. And that is to remember what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has done for each one of us. Each one of you, because you're important to Him. Each one of you, because He created you with a specific purpose. And He was solely, wholly focused upon you when He created you. And in his mind, as he created each one of you, he did so with with the thought of what he wanted you to do. And how you, each one, each one of you living souls sitting here now, fits into his great plan. And so that makes each one of you important. He loves each one of you. He created you out of love. And that is why we love because that love was first shown to us. Today is a joyful day because as we gather together, perhaps and in, in my opinion, this is one of the greatest appointments that I can have is to stand and speak at a memorial, if you will, for our Lord and Savior. And today is very important because there are two who will be be partaking of their first sacrament this day. Sidney Sharkey and Princeton Thomas. They have joined the fold through the baptismal covenant. And so today we will witness them partaking of their first sacrament. One thing I would like for you each one to do. I would like for you to be present in this moment right now. And I would ask you that as this service progresses and as you witness the breaking of the bread by our pastor and as you witness the priesthood moving around you and in your midst, I would like for you to focus on what is going on in your midst. For there are great multitude of angels that are here, and not just here, but with every congregation that gathers together in the Lord's name to partake of this sacrament. This holy ordinance which has been restored here upon this earth as a remembrance for us. And focus and see if you can't feel the mingling of the Spirit and the angels and the Lord as He desires to minister to each one of you in, your own, in, his, in a unique way to you. Haven't you all noticed that the Lord has a way of communicating with you? He has a very unique relationship only known to you. By way of Scripture... I would like to uh, speak with you about the book of Alma, chapter 5. And I would like to start at verse 18. For behold, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and the Son of God cometh upon the face of the earth. And behold, he shall be born of Mary at Jerusalem, which is the land of our forefathers, she being a virgin, a precious and chosen vessel. And, brothers and sisters, this is an important part of the gospel. It's foundational. It's so important that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin, pure and chosen, precious and chosen, who shall be overshadowed and conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost and bring forth a Son, yea, even the Son of God. And he shall go forth suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this, that the word might be fulfilled, which saith, He will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people, and he will take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people. And he will take upon him their infirmities, and his bowel, that his bowels may be filled with mercy, according to the flesh, that he may know, according to the flesh, how to succor his people according to their infirmities. You see, brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ came and he had to suffer. And what I'm telling you is nothing foreign to you. Each one of you knows this. But think about your lives and the pains and the sorrows each one of you have suffered. And we see a type and a shadow in this thing because the Lord went through this pain and suffering so that He might know how to support you in your pain and in your suffering. And in return, He upholds each one of you in your pain and suffering and now you are required and have the ability to uphold those around you who suffer as you do. A brother spoke this morning in prayer service about not understanding some of the pains and trials that others have gone through. And how he's contemplated it and tried to to understand and to think on these things. But until you really go through the experience, you never know what it's like. But I can assure you there are things that that brother has gone through that I have not, that others have not. Each one of us may look at others and say, well, so-and-so has suffered so much. Brothers and sisters, we all have the ability and the opportunities to help support those around us. And I would encourage you that each Sunday of the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, that you would make it a priority and that you would try so hard to make it to the prayer service. It is such a beautiful experience, brothers and sisters, and the prayers and the testimonies of the saints, they are there to uplift us. And to listen to the testimonies of the saints as they talk about how the Lord has changed their lives. And you see and you can sense the hearts of the people. And when the people pray, you see their hearts. And the Lord uses this to bring us closer together. To knit us together. To bind us together in that unity. We are all bound by the blood of Jesus Christ. But He desires us to come closer. <clears throat> And for the priesthood, I would encourage you to come out to the early morning priesthood prayer service if you can. It's not limited to just elders or just uh, elders and priests. It is open to all priesthood. And we, each one want to hear your prayers and your testimonies. As I was in the back and we were preparing to come up... Uh, the men we always embrace before we pray. And you know, the the thought comes to me, I've heard uh, Brother Steve mention it, we stand on their shoulders. And I feel like truly I'm standing on their shoulders. I feel like I've been lifted up and supported at this time and I have felt the prayers of the saints. And brothers and sisters, that is what we are here for. This congregation, the fellowship of the believers, the fellowship of the saints of God, that we might each one stand on each one's shoulders, that we might not fall, but that we might help bear one another's burdens. And all of this because Jesus Christ came and lived and walked this earth and died, that in he, he left and His Comforter came to comfort us. And we have that Comforter with us now. Now the Spirit knoweth all things. Nevertheless, the Son of God suffereth according to the flesh, that He might take upon Him the sins of His people. Jesus Christ has died for your sins. He has paid the price for your sins, brothers and sisters, that He might blot out their transgressions according to the power of His deliverance. And now, behold, this is the testimony which is in me, now I say unto you that ye must repent and be born again for the spirit saith if ye are not born again ye can inno, not excuse me ye cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven therefore come and be baptized unto repentance that ye may be washed from your sins that ye may have faith on the lamb of god who taketh away the sins of the world who is mighty to save and to cleanse from all unrighteousness Yea, and I say unto you, come and fear not, and lay aside every sin which doth easily beset you, which doth bind you down to destruction. Yea, come and go forth and show unto God that ye are willing to repent of your sins, and enter into a covenant with Him to keep His commandments. And witness unto Him this day by going into the waters of baptism. And whosoever doeth this and keepeth the commandments of God from henceforth, the same will remember that I say unto him, yea, he will remember that I have said unto him, he shall have eternal life according to the testimony of the Holy Spirit which testifieth in me. Brothers and sisters, that is why we are here today. For you to remember. Remember why you entered into those waters. Each month we come to remember what He's done for us. To remember His life. And when we sit in a memorial, don't we speak of the a life well lived? We speak of the legacy of the one who has passed on, who has gone on. And that is what we do each and every time we come together, isn't it? Whether it's prayers and testimonies or the preaching service or even just fellowship. We do so to remember Him. Before you are the emblems, the body of Christ, His broken body and His spilt blood, which He shed for you, each and every one, that you might have eternal life, that you might be resurrected and raised up, from mortality to immortality from corruption to incorruption think about that think about the change that will occur upon your body when you when you receive that change and you will no longer be able to sin you will no longer die remission of your sins, we come to remember the life of one who lived no sin, who did no sin, but yet bore all of our sins. I want to welcome Sydney and Princeton to the body, and shortly you will reach forth and partake. Hearken ye to these words. Behold, I am Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Treasure these things up in your hearts and let the solemnities of eternity rest upon your minds. Be sober. Keep all my commandments. Even so, amen.
0: It is truly a uh, blessing to be here today. And as Brother Justin has already mentioned, Princeton and Sydney will be able to partake of the sacrament of the Lord's Supper for the first time today. It is our uh, longstanding tradition here at at Buckner, that after the priesthood are served, Sydney and Princeton will be served first before the congregation. And Sydney by her uh, grandfather Harold, and then Princeton by Brother Justin that participated in his uh, baptismal service. I think it's a good tradition. And we. Uh, Are part of the body of Christ. Those that have made this covenant in the waters of baptism and received the confirmation of the good spirit by the laying on of hands of the elders, known as the baptism of the spirit, of water and spirit, both being important and both. Contributing to us being coming a part of that body of Christ. There's Scripture that counsels us to let no one partake of the sacrament of the Lord's Supper unworthily. And I believe that that is uh, there for our guidance, that we make certain that only those that have gone through and made this covenant be allowed to partake. There's many reasons for that. And I pray today, saints, as we all together join in this happy occasion for those two new members, that we take to counsel the words that Brother Justin spoke. That we might truly be a joyous people. And that we might consider in these next few moments... And as we witness and hear the words that are spoken, the prayers that are offered over the bread and the wine, that we consider these things and make ourselves ready to receive. As you can see, saints, the emblems are before us. And as a body of Christ, together, let us kneel as the prayer is offered over the bread. O God, the Eternal Father, we ask Thee in the name of Thy Son, Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this bread to the souls of all those who partake of it, that they may eat in remembrance of the body of thy Son and witness unto thee, O God, the Eternal Father, that they are willing to take upon them the name of thy Son and always remember him and keep his commandments which he has given them, that they may always have his Spirit to be with them. Amen. is there anyone that missed their portion of the bread that had desired to partake? Then saints again, let us kneel as the prayer over the wine is offered. O God, the Eternal Father, we ask Thee in the name of Thy Son, Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this wine to the souls of all those who drink of it, that they may do it in remembrance of the blood of Thy Son which was shed for them, that they may witness unto Thee, O God, the Eternal Father, that they do always remember Him, that they may have His Spirit to be with them. Amen. Did anyone miss their portion of the wine that desired to partake? And saints, let us joyfully shout the tidings of salvation, which is our closing hymn for today, number 445. Father, what a blessing and honor and privilege it has been to be here in your house today. And we pray, our Father, as uh, the saints prepare to depart from this place, we pray and ask that you would go before them, be in their homes, bless them this week, let them touch that thing which is closest unto you, the fullness of the gospel. May we, Father, together be able to endure the days which are ahead that will lead us to the kingdom of Thine only begotten Son. We look so forward to that city of Zion. We pray that we might be worthy to be a residents there. Bless your people now, we pray, as I ask this benediction upon the hour and upon the day. And we ask it in the sacred name of of that altogether lovely One who is Jesus Christ.
4: Amen.